Welcome back to Read Talk. I'm your host, Whitney Godwin, and today I am excited to bring you an alumni update. Today we're going to be chatting with Hannah Sabula. Hannah is a 2016 grad of the Reed College of Media, and she is currently working for Audi of America based out of Washington, D.C., Hannah did a lot of work in public relations while she was here at the university, and I'm excited for you to hear her perspective on all things WVU, public relations, and what she does now. So Hannah, why don't you just start from the beginning and let's talk a little bit about how you chose WVU and how you chose the College of Media. How did you know this is something that you wanted to do? Yeah, so my story is a little bit unconventional. <laughs> um, I didn't know this was what I wanted to do, which I feel like that part is completely normal for anybody starting out in college. You know, a lot of us go in with one idea and then switch one, two, three, five times. So I, I had no idea where I wanted to be. I had no idea what I wanted to do. All I knew was that my mom wasn't going to let me go out of West Virginia. Ironically, WVU was the one school that I refused to visit, refused to even consider in my college application process. I was uh, actually set on going to a college very close to home, about 20 minutes away from where I grew up in West Virginia. And then my senior English class decided that we had to apply to, I think, three colleges for an assignment. And I had only planned on going to one. I had only ever applied to one. So I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. I'll just apply to WVU. It's the standard in West Virginia. Um, and in, upon that acceptance letter from WVU, I also got a note about studying abroad, which was one of the craziest things that I've wanted to do. Like it was the top of my list that I wanted to experience in college is I wanted to study abroad. And so when I got that letter, it was like, I don't know, March of my senior year, it was right before the deadline to commit to a school. I completely changed my plans, never toured the college, never thought about what programs they had or anything of that nature, never got more information on the college and just said, you know what, I'm gonna give it a shot and accepted WVU and committed to going to that school. Um, so my first time ever seeing the campus or seeing Morgantown was during my orientation. Um, and so I started as a journalism major, I had the plan to go to law school, actually. I wanted to um, do journalism as my undergrad, and then it was immediately law school after, and that was kind of the path that I was down. Um, and I, I did it for the first semester, and then I took a PR class with Dr. Presgrove. Um, it was PR, I think, 101 or Stratcom 101. It was the intro class. Mm -hmm. And the rest was kind of history. I think two days later, I switched my major over to strategic communications with an emphasis in PR and never looked back. Um, and so <laughs> now I am where I am. Um, and currently, I am the retail marketing specialist for Audi of America. So Audi's American branch, I am leading all of the retail marketing efforts for. Yeah, that's awesome. And we're definitely going to get into that. But you mentioned something that I think is so important to so many of our students. And, you know, we're both from West Virginia, and I don't know that we were necessarily exposed to the idea of PR, public relations, um, you know, branded content marketing, things like that before we came to college. And so what kind of drew you into to PR, what kind of made you feel like, yes, this is where I belong. This is the major for me, because I think it can be overwhelming because there are so many ways you can take that major. 
Right. And I, I think if anybody is considering, you know, journalism, PR, advertising, even if they don't know what it is, I find that nine times out of 10, these people have a desire and a pull to stories and, you know, human stories in particular. That was the main reason I wanted to go into journalism and even law. Like I loved the stories of these humans. I wanted to fight for stories of humans um, and really how I connected with people, you know, day in and day out and through these stories. Um, and so seeing that there was another side of how to connect to these stories and get stories out there to large audiences was really what drew me into PR. And so I feel like a lot of people, while they may not know what PR is, what advertising is, in the official sense, they have an idea of what it is because it's all around us. And it's the way that we see these stories, whether it's through social media, whether it's on TV, whether it's on the shows and movies and music videos that you watch and you listen to that is kind of where the heart of it is. And it's all about storytelling. And so the people who have an interest in that, I feel like would are the ones who excel the most in this program. And while they may not know what the definition of PR is, you know, they've experienced it in their lives at some point, whether it was when they were a kid, high school, even now, you know, I'm still experiencing different forms of PR, even outside of my job. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that is kind of the, what it boils down to when you look at Stratcom as a whole, whether it's journalism, PR, advertising, is that it is just storytelling. And it's, you know, a way to connect people from across the country, from across state lines, from across the country, or, uh, the globe, all over the world. It's just a way for us to connect. We'll talk a little bit about what you're doing now, but how, what were some of those skills. So for students who might be going into to PR, um, what are some of those skills that you found most valuable while you were in college that you use most often in the industry now? Like if you could tell a student coming in, like really make sure that you work on these skills while you're in college, what would those be? Yeah. So there's probably three big skills I would say that students need to work on. One, your writing, whether it's drafting an email or, you know, writing a blog post or, you know, thinking big picture, writing a Super Bowl script, whatever it is, you need to be able to really hone in your writing skills and make sure that, you know, you are the best that you can be and whatever style it is that you adopt, you need to excel in that style. Not everything has to be, you know, I don't have to be the best business writer, but I have to be the best writer for my kind of uh, skill set. Um, and that might be script writing. Um, the other thing is you need to be able to work on a team. Nothing in this world is done individually anymore. It all takes a village to produce, you know, a PR campaign, to produce a TV commercial, to produce an event, whatever it is, you need to be able to rely on your team members and know that what you are contributing is what you need to contribute and you can't do it all. So really taking the time to understand that and understanding that your teammates are there to help you and you know reach the goal of your organization, of your project, whatever it may be. And then the third thing I would say to really stay up on what we call cultural relevancy, because so many things in our world today, whether it's taught in our lessons or not, affect where we're going, what, you know, our organizations are doing in some way or the other, you know, I mean, we were talking about TikTok before this, you know, TikTok is something that just exploded during COVID. And it is this whole new, like, 
it's taken on a cultural phenomenon now. When it started out as an app to, for, you know, what was it, lip syncing when it was back before when it was musically. And so understanding how everything kind of ties into today's society and culture really will help to benefit you when you go out into the marketplace. Yeah, and I want to just touch on, I know we hear a lot of students who are like, oh, I hate group work. <laughs> um, but, you know, working in media is- I was one of them. Yeah, I mean, yes. And I, and I felt like that too. And I think part of that's right experiences that you have in high school and middle school, right? And you, you just think that all group work is going to be the same. But when you work in media, whether you're working in journalism or sports or ad PR, it really is a, a group project all the time. Um, so can you talk a little bit about maybe- a class that you had where you really felt that kind of group work and that understanding of why it's important that the whole group works together for the group projects, because these projects that we work on in real life, whether that be a news broadcast or a campaign for an organization, is it a group project? Yeah, so I will be the first one to admit that in high school and in college, I hated group work. I never wanted to do it. I just wanted to do my work. And I, I hated the thought of, you know, someone's lack of enthusiasm for the project or lack of dedication to the project would affect my grade. But at the heart of it, we're all kind of working towards the same goal. And it's not only just like, you know, my grade's not going to be affected, but it, but we're all trying to make whatever it is the best it can be. And with the College of Media, with the kind of hands-on learning, it's not just a theory where, you know, I have to write X part of the paper and Susie has to write wide part. It is, you are actually producing something that is going to happen in the real world and it's going to affect people who aren't in the college of media. And so that is kind of where I learned to kind of turn my thinking around. I took the event planning class with Dr. Presgrove. Um, shout out Dr. Presgrove, by the way. She is one of the most fantastic professors I've had at the college. And I still to this day keep in touch with her. Um, but it was an uh, event planning class where I wanted to lead the entire thing. I wanted to just make sure everything ran smoothly. Nobody would be able to uh, run this event like I could. You know, very, very bolsterous of myself. And she sat me down and said, I'm going to give you this position and I need you to do this position. And I need you to trust that the other students in this class are going to do their tasks to the best of their ability. And this event is going to go off there may be some hiccups along the way, but that is all part of life. And that will happen in the real world. It'll happen in college. It happens everywhere. Being able to roll with those hiccups is where you really start to determine your character. And so in, in that class, that was my goal for the semester was sitting down and actually just focusing on my part and knowing that I'm going to do my part to the best of my ability. And the event was a huge success. It is still one of the highlights of my college career. It's still something that I put on my resume to this day about what we did. And it's where I realize I can trust others to get everything done because, you know, I'm here because I have a passion for this. They are too. And so, you know, while it seems in the short term, like, oh my God, group projects are awful. In the long term, it really does benefit you and it helps prepare you for the real world. Because when you get into an organization, you're going to have the same people. You're never going to you know, outrun being able to work in a team. Like to this day, I still, I have four people I have to work with day in and day out. I can't do anything without talking to them first. And so getting that into your mind now that this is a team effort and it's not all about you and it's not, you know, make or break what you do. That is what really helps 
prep you for the real world and helps to make your experience in college a lot easier to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. And so talk a little bit about what it is you do now and maybe what some of those job tasks look like. Yeah. Um, so I am the retail marketing uh, specialist for Audi of America. And so basically what that means is I just run all of our quote unquote retail marketing efforts. So whether that's TV, whether that's sales events, whether that's point of sale and dealerships, I am the lead manager of all of these projects. And so, you know, in the automotive industry, just to give some context, you know, we have tier one, which is what we call brands. So if you think on a national level, um, anything that is sweeping across the country that you're seeing as a tier one campaign. I work on tier two, which when you get into it ends up being regional and it helps really produce sales for the company. And so I work on projects with our regional marketing managers. I look at what each region needs uh, to sell our products. And I work with them to produce the assets in which we think and we know will sell the cars or help support a model that may be lacking um, in one region or the other. Um, in addition to that, I also handle um, all of our productions um, for the uh, retail side and also the brand side. Um, so I manage from start to finish the creative concepting of our U.S. production. So, you know, our agencies will produce, uh, pr uh, present us scripts. We, you know, give feedback. They come back. We produce the stuff. So I'm on set with the agency um, for these. And then we go through the editing rounds where we give feedback and tweak things before it goes out on air. Um, and then in addition to that, I also handle sales events. So any of our national uh, sales event campaigns, we have two per year. I'm running point on that for all of the organization. Um, I'm the representative for marketing. So I handle everything from legal to product, to sourcing vehicles, to, you know, being on set again, to making sure that digital has what they need, social has what they need, um, the dealers have what they need, making sure that everybody has what they need to make a sales event successful. And then the third part of my job is uh, handling point of sale. So anything that is an in-dealership material that the headquarters produces, we have some quote unquote national campaigns. And that just means it goes out to all of our dealers um, that we do each year. And so I handle all of the creative management of those materials and um, everything that goes into creating those every year. So that's a lot. And that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yes. Um, it actually reminds me of your entire time in college and how you used to fit all of the many things that you did in a day in a day. Um, but I guess my, my question is, so how did you, how did you get into this? Is this something that, you know, I, we always talk with students about the path from graduation to where, where they get that job and kind of how, how did you find yourself in this situation? How did you get to this step? Yeah. So I would say never use me as an example when you're looking at you know, how do I live my life? Or maybe do, you know, maybe this shows that not everything has to be scripted or, you know, set for you. Um, but like my college experience and choosing my college, um, I also kind of fell into this job. Um, I, after college, I, I remember saying the one city I never wanted to move to was Washington, DC. Um, and for those of you who were listening, 
Audi of America is uh, based in Washington, DC. <laughs> so um, after college, I actually got an internship um, with the Consumer Technology Association, which is an association for technology companies. Um, and I will say technology is really starting to expand that definition. So vehicles and automotive are categorized as technology now, more so than they are automotive. And so I was the communications intern for them for their um, largest event of their year um, at CES. It is the largest tech trade show in the world, um, which takes place in Vegas every year. And so CTA has a year-long internship program. It actually is a very robust internship program um, in every single area of business that you could need, legal, communications, um, operations, marketing every single area. So I worked there for a year. And at the end of my internship, um, I actually got reached out to by a recruiter for Audi that you, they were like, listen, we have this role open. We think you'd be a good fit. Would you be interested in it? And so at the time I was like, no, I don't want to do this. I want to, I, I want to leave DC. I never wanted to be here in the first place. Get me out. Um, but I figured, you know, interview, practice is always a good thing. So I'll do it as a practice run for an interview that I want in a city that I actually want to live in. <laughs> and lo and behold, I make, I got the job <laughs> and I decided, ah, okay, what's another year in DC? It's a opportunity I can't really pass up for a global brand. Um, we'll, we'll give it a shot. And it has now, I'm coming up on my four year anniversary at Audi. Um, and so I just have been here and haven't left and I've actually moved um, between roles um, already. So I have no plans to leave anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how it usually happens. I think a lot of us, myself included, could say that you fall into a job that ends up being perfect for you. Um, and, and that's okay, right? It, it, it really yeah. is. It, I think it really is like the media way. I think there are so many ways to go and there are so many ways to rediscover your career kind of as you age and as you go. Um, and I think that's kind of just the nature of it really. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, I would say it's comforting or it should be comforting to those who are, you know, still up in the air of what they want to do in college or, or who are in college and still up in the air of what they want to do post-college. Like nothing is ever set in stone. Don't think that like your 20 year plan is ever going to work out. It may, it very well may, and that's good for you. But don't be discouraged by these, you know, things that derail your 20-year plan because my 20-year plan is long out the door and I couldn't be happier. So it, it will all work out. And, you know, if you put your heart and soul into your projects and into your work, you will have a fruitful career and you will enjoy what you're doing. And that may be a stepping stone to get you back on path for your 20-year plan. So don't take everything with a grain of salt. Don't think that everything is set in stone and that you can't ever change anything because life has its own plans for you. Yeah, it's definitely. So having kind of been through this whole experience, through the college experience, through this job experience, you know, what advice would you have? Let's start with current students who will be maybe graduating soon. What advice do you have for those PR kids who are about to look for, for work at the end of May? Yeah. So start early. Um, I would say, especially you're in a unique time right now where 
we're all remote working. Most jobs are remote working. So if you have the opportunity and a company is willing to take a chance of hiring you prior to your graduation date and you have the means to start that job, take that opportunity. Um, you are in a very unique situation right now. Um, but to get to that point, I would say to make sure that you kind of have your house in order when applying. So make sure your resume is solid. Make sure you're doing all of the things on your resume to make you stand out. So, you know, show the kind of impact that you've had with your responsibilities. You know, don't just say I managed X task and Y task, you know, say you manage what tasks you managed, which resulted in X, Y, and Z, or it resulted in, I don't know, 500 follower growth on your social media platform. Make sure your resume is very results driven. Make sure you have professors, uh, previous internship managers, people in roles of authority who really trust and respect your work to be your spokespeople, you know, have them write recommendations for you on a job application, or even, and I am a big like champion of LinkedIn, have them write you a LinkedIn recommendation because most of the time, if someone is applying for a role, the first thing I do is look at their LinkedIn. I wanna see that your LinkedIn matches your resume and LinkedIn in a lot of areas, if you don't have your own website is a great place to have an online portfolio. I have all of these things that I have produced and I am proud of on my LinkedIn, whether that's college stuff, whether that's my work related stuff, whether it's just something that I find interesting or a passion project that I've worked on, I've included it in that. So make sure you're really, having everything in order so that if someone is to have your resume, if you are to apply for a job that you give them a very difficult time to say no. So that is probably my biggest piece of information or best piece of advice is just make sure that you're making yourself stand out from the crowd um, and making sure that everything is kind of in line for when you go to start applying. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I know that that can be a scary process, right? And so, you know, not everything is always going to work out right away. What advice do you have for, for people who, you know, we've both been there. It feels like you're filling out so many job applications. Like how can people keep from getting discouraged in that process? Yeah. And it's hard to not get discouraged. I'm not going to act like it's, I've always had rainbow and sunshines, you know, it, it hurts when you really apply for something that you really, really want and you get rejected, it hurts, but take that hurt, learn from it. If you have the opportunity to ask the people who you're applying for, you know, could you give me three reasons why, or can you give me the main reason why you decided to uh, reject my application or whatever it is, or you're moving forward with another candidate and use their feedback as a way to make it better for your next interview experience. You know, you're going to hear a lot of no's in your time. All you need is one yes. All it takes is that one yes, and you'll be set. Like, do everything to the best of your ability and understand that there are going to be setbacks, but those setbacks, if you let them, will make you stronger and make you better prepared for your next opportunity. For sure. And so you were super involved when you were in college here. You know, I know you were really involved with PRSSA. You did student ambassadors. Um, you were just super involved. Can you speak to students who will be coming into the College of Media um, as a journalism or an ad PR major? What advice do you have for them and how to make the best of that experience while they're here? Yeah, so I think 
you know, those of us who are in the field know how vital or uh, experiential experience, uh, um, hands-on learning is for this career. You know, we can study a textbook, you know, 24 seven and still not get the amount of information and amount of insight we would get by being at an event, by being hands-on creating a TV commercial, whatever it is. Um, so my, my main piece of advice is to get involved. And I think a lot of us by nature are those people who want to get involved and want to be doing something at every single moment of every single day. Take time to rest. That'll be your greatest gift to yourself. But make sure that you get involved with the programs that are available, whether it's student ambassadors, whether, whether it's PRSSA, if they still have Martin Hall agency, I highly recommend that to anybody who's interested in advertising, even if it's not your major, even if you're a journalism major, try it out. It'll help you secure what it is that you're really looking for. You know, for me, when I took a PR class, it made me want to change my major. But for someone else, it may say, no, 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 journalism is what I want to do. And now I feel reassured in my choice. So get involved. Apart from all of that and how it'll help you in your professional life, it also is a great way to meet other people with your same interests. You know, when I went to WVU, I really didn't know many people in the College of Media. Um, but being able to be in those programs really connected me with a lot of people that I wouldn't have been able to talk to otherwise. You know, we didn't have classes together. And so it's a great way to build yourself a community while you're at school, at the same time, getting you the professional development skills that you need in order to enter the workforce when you do graduate. Yeah, that's great advice. And I think that, you know, most of our students do tend to get involved, as, <laughs> overly involved sometimes, as you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> with, with internships and student organizations, but those are really great experiences. Um, and I think that, you know, you, you manage them well, and I'm glad that you mentioned that you should take time to rest. I think that's something that we're all not very good at and could get better at. Um, but definitely take time to take care of yourself, um, for sure in college. And for those of you listening that are incoming students, um, if you want to get connected to a student organization, um, if you have questions about internships, you can always reach out to our director of careers and opportunities, Mr. Eric Miner. His email is eric.minor, M-I-N-O-R, at mail.wvu.edu, and we will put that in the show notes as well. So Hannah, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Is there anything that I missed or anything else that you'd like to say before we sign off? No, I think you covered most of it, but I, for those of you who are listening, who are current students, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. If you ever have any questions or, you know, just need career advice or anything, I'm always happy to help a college of media student. Um, You can reach out to me by Twitter handle. My Instagram handle is Hannah Onion. Um, my LinkedIn, you can find me under Hannah Cebula, C-E-B-U-L-A. Um, reach out. I will answer whatever question I can for you. I will help you in whatever way you can if you need me to review your resume, whatever it may be. And for those of you who are incoming students, you know, same thing to you. You know, you can't start too early. Even if you have a question about courses or about professors, you know, I will give you my insight as much as I can. Um, or if you're interested in advertising, or you're interested in PR, or you're just curious about what it's like to work at a brand versus an agency, I am all the more willing to help you guys. Um, I think 
we really have a strong community in the Reed College of Media and everybody that I've encountered is always willing to help. So use those resources. And I am one of those. I'm here for any of you guys for whatever you need. If you'd like to connect with Hannah, you can reach out to me at wgodwin, G-O-D-W-I-N, at mail.wvu.edu, and I'd be happy to connect you. Or you can connect with Hannah on LinkedIn. That's going to do it for this episode of Read Talk. Stay tuned for next time.